Howdy, 605ers. It's your favorite podcaster, John, and I'm here with a really quick promo to ask you guys to take five seconds out of your day and please vote for Live at 605 as the number one Toronto podcast. BlogTO put together a list of the best Toronto podcasts, and lo and behold, 605 made the cut. So please go to blogto.com, search podcasts, and click on the link right there. Or even easier, just go to facebook.com slash live at 605 and click on the link we've posted. It'll take you directly to the voting site. And that's where you'll find Live at 605. So click on us, hit vote, and then hopefully we'll become Toronto's number one podcast. Voting ends this Sunday, February 15th at midnight. So make sure you guys vote. And please share this with your friends, family, and frenemies. Thank you, and be easy. Previously on Live at 605. Who the hell have I brought home that I have no idea? It could be anyone in this bed right now. And I'm terrified. And I'm just like, I've made the worst decision. What the hell is wrong with me? So I'm like slowly turning over to see who's behind me. And I roll over. Large pizza. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. from beautiful downtown Toronto. It's, it's going to say late night at 6.05, but it's just live at 6.05. <laughs> In and, our original seats now. This is weird. Yeah. Uh, what is this, episode 9, nine? or 10? Uh, we had two mics. We still have two mics, but I think I muffed up last week when we did the epic Super Bowl podcast. Yeah. And I need to fix one of the other mics. I I did something wrong. I unplugged so now something. now we are back to sitting beside each other on one microphone. But I've noticed you have pants on, so I can't give you clammy no, hands. No, I, I thought ahead. You did. Although I'm wearing, like, capris. Look how, like, you can just see my ankles. So I'm less Amish and Mormon looking. Yeah. And more, like, slutty. What? <laughs> I don't know. Calf slutty. <laughs> yeah. I can see, like, a quarter of an inch of your leg. <laughs> wearing ankle socks and capri jeans. You just came from outside. What's the weather like in beautiful downtown Toronto on February 9th, 2015? It is really, it's not super cold. It's just so slushy, which is kind of gross. So Mm -hmm. it makes your feet feel cold. Yeah, I've been walking home. And the thing I hate the most about the wintertime, because I like to walk so much, Mm -hmm. is because of all the snow plowed. Like the sidewalks are so Narrow. narrow. And I walked home like today... Like, I try to do as many back alleys as I can. Like, I try to walk where hobos walk. Like, I'd rather risk getting... It's always the safe choice, kids. I'd rather risk getting shanked by a hobo than have to spend, like, 10 years trying to pass maneuver some, like, Bay Street hipster person. And I walked home today, and I took all the back roads, and there was, like, no one really there, so I'm walking at a good clip. Mm -hmm. Then I get into our street, which is, like, super narrow sidewalks, and that's when, like, two hipster guys in front of me come out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. and I'm stuck behind them, like... What should have been a 30-second walk to get into our apartment literally took me four hours. Oh, really? I'm not even not exaggerating. exaggerating. No, it's... Even though you came home at earlier than you usually do. I do have good calf muscles, so <laughs> to, to run, but... So, on that note, that's a very interesting tale of John Walks the City again. I thought I would get my, my <laughs> walking story out of the way before we start this. <laughs> Last week's podcast... Okay, so usually I listen to the podcast commuting... But this time, this week, I opted to listen to last week's podcast in Loblaws while I was grocery shopping. It's a good place to listen to a podcast, though. I laughed so friggin' hard. I literally was in, it's a good aisle, guys. I was in the salad dressing aisle, (laughs) and I was sitting there picking my way through craft 
and uh, Paul Newman salad dressing, mm-hmm. and I literally burst out laughing so hard, <laughs> and you couldn't see my headphones under my hat and my hair, so people probably just thought it was nuts, right? Being like, Paul Newman, ha ha ha. But it was just like so, such a good podcast last week. It was a lot of fun. I do apologize if the excessive laughing blew out anyone's eardrums because <laughs> I, it was like normal talking and then like the four of us laughing, especially you three ladies, they'd be like, <laughs> so I apologize if I blew out your eardrums. I, tr- I could only do so much, but. But it ended up being like a really good um, time at Sean's. Uh, we definitely got there and it was like hilarious how we mentioned the podcast afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's just this week is no short of its own shenanigans again. But yeah, what, uh, if anyone hasn't listened to last week's podcast, give them like a brief synopsis so they might oh, make I them want to go back so and listen to it. So my favorite part of last week's podcast was the point where I made a valid point within the first Oops. three minutes of the podcast, and I was like, ooh, you get to use the sting again, and then John failed to put in the sting in the five opportunities for comedic timing. I just ever. remember that right now, actually. That's correct. You did, But can I say this? What? Because I hate editing the like I don't edit anything so then when you're like oh can you put in the who wants to be a millionaire music I'm like this whole game we played about like who does Ferris know better is like 45 minutes and there's like 15 (laughs) questions so I spent like two hours putting in music and the winning yeah but that like that makes it so much more entertaining when I'm listening to it in Loblaws you're really doing me a solid I know, so I apologize for missing the one valid point. My only sting, but needless to say, you didn't forget to put you as the previously on. (laughs) Even, like, I I guarantee you guys, whatever ends up being this week's previously on, despite it being four of us, John will somehow still put himself as the previously on. Actually, and I can, I have the previously on already set to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not in it, you're not in it, it's actually a Maddie previously. Wow! It's her talking about waking up next to a pizza. So 78 episodes later, I have one uh, previously on, and so does Maddie. But John has 76. Listen, that's how you we're, know. We're getting, we're getting there, guys. <laughs> that's when you get 51% control share of the podcast, yeah. you'll have more previously. You're at 49. I'm at 51. Oh, there's a lofty math you're doing. If, uh, if you <laughs> want to get in contact with me, love you lovely folk did last week and like some of my Instagram pictures, which was really nice. You get more likes. I got them. more followers last week. Um, you guys can add me to both Facebook and Twitter. It's Val Gomez. You say you want them to add you to Facebook, not Twitter and Instagram? Oops, Twitter and Instagram. It's Val Gomez 23. And you can holla at your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I got zero followers and like three likes on six pictures I posted. You posted six whole pictures? Uh, I don't know. I'm just exaggerating. Obviously. But I did get quite a few likes and I'm almost, I mean, quite a few Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Fastly approaching 300. For for a young kid from Canada, Ontario, <laughs> to be close to 300 followers on Twitter, that's pretty uh, special. That's that's a pretty big deal. I'm trying to get Little B, the base god, to follow me on Twitter. No idea what you're talking about. Okay. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry I was going to say, he's this crazy rapper. His name's Little B, the base god, and apparently he follows everyone. He has like a million... He follows a million plus people. Oh, really? So I'm trying to see if Little B, the base god, will mm-hmm. follow us. Mm-hmm. And if he does, he should come on the podcast. We should call Benjamin that. Little B, the yeah. base god? <laughs> yeah. I have called him that before. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Facebook.com slash live at 605, of mm-hmm. course. And what should people be doing on iTunes? They should be writing some comments there for us. po po please. Mm-hmm. So that way we can end up in the news and noteworthy again. Exactly, like we did back in season one. 
Into. Into. Yeah, we were there for a we bit. We were there for a while. Uh, so I don't know if you have a sponsor this week or. Um, no. No. I don't think so. Uh, I have one. It's not. It's kind of a real. Actually, it might be the only real sponsor we've ever kind of had. Okay. So on Friday, what was Friday? February sixth. Yeah. So on Friday, February sixth, twenty fifteen. Guess what day it was? Friday, February twenty sixth. Friday, Oops. February 6th, 2015. Yeah. Red leather, yellow leather. Red Purple porcupines popping out the hill. What the hell are you talking <laughs> Unique about? New <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. Keep going. What do you think? What was February 6th, oh, 2015? It was our two-year podcast anniversary birthday. Birthday. Live at 605 turned two on February 6th. I know. 6th. Can you believe it's been two years? Been two years since our very first episode called Relationships. Ooh. Who fall? Oh, I got. Oh, I was hoping to be the little B base god following me on Twitter, mm-hmm. but it's the real Joe's Pookie? Joss Spooky. Pookie. Oh, sp- real Probably. J Spooky. Yeah. That's so cool. You got to follow The right. real Joe Spooky. That's what it that's is. That's what I just said. I thought you said the real Spooky. No, you never mind. So, two years, and John and I still have very Shout little out. communication skills. Shout out to the real Joe Spooky for just following <laughs> yeah. me on Twitter. Um, So, it's. I can't believe it's been two years. Yeah, we've come a long way since the, the early episodes mm-hmm. where we've got better mics. We have, like, the, I remember the first season was hardcore, uh, like, theme. Every episode had a theme. Like, the first three were about, yeah. like, how we got together. Mm-hmm. Then there was, like, a whole episode about first dates, first movies, first concerts. Yeah. Uh, and then now it just kind of morphed into... More like, topical. Yeah, like, I used to have so many notes and just, mm-hmm. like, written out, this is what we got to talk about. Yeah. Now I still have notes, but it's more just, like, words. <laughs> yeah. Like, misspelled and everything. Misspelled and everything. But I think it's, like, really great because you can actually see, like, character arcs. It's, like, for those of you guys who are, like... Um, thorough listeners of the podcast, it's like you guys have lived through like John going to New York, us going to Europe, me mm-hmm. doing violin, um, just like our friends getting married. It's like it's kind of really nice because if we like push like ten years into the future or like twenty years into the future, mm-hmm. we'll always have these as like almost like journal entries now. So it's yeah. kind of bizarre and cool. Yeah, I definitely like the ones where we're like on location. Mm-hmm. Like we were in Barbados for an episode. Yeah. We were like in Washington in front of what the Lincoln Memorial mm-hmm. doing a podcast. It's just like uh, I was gonna say our kids' kids, but who knows if we'll ever have kids. I know. Our, so your kids' kids can listen to our podcast. Benjamin's kids' kids <laughs> can listen to this podcast. But I didn't think like first of all, two years went really quickly. Yes. And I did not think or know if this would even last two years, if we'd have enough to talk about for two years. I know, which is kind of a testament, and I think it's like, one, it's really cathartic, because sometimes I just like, you and I just like shooting the shit with each other. Yeah. We always hate when we go to restaurants and we see like the couple sitting beside us, and they like never talk to each other, they just yeah. sit in silence and eat their dinner. And I was like, I will slit my own wrist if I end up like you people. But mm. like, John and I literally just like, like shooting the shit t- with each other for an hour and a half. Yeah, we can do like a two-hour podcast, then go out to dinner, then talk about more things <laughs> yeah. we haven't talked about. But it's like, I think it's been really cool. So that's an awesome sponsor. P.S. This is Joe Spooky, who just followed me. Cool. <laughs> Gangster to he the core. He looks awesome. He looks like Kendrick Lamar. He does. And this is how you know we've done two years, almost 80 episodes, Segway. Because guess who just dropped a brand new song about two hours ago? Who? Kendrick Lamar. See, this is how you and I roll. Called The Darker the Berry. Are they going to say the better? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is. Well, that's the Tupac song. <laughs> it says, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. You know my 
dick is loose and that, that he didn't say that part. I but didn't think so. No. Uh, <laughs> but he does have a new song. It's quite good. It's way different from his last song, I, mm-hmm. which won a Grammy, which we will talk about later on. Yeah, so should we just say what this week is about? Yeah, definitely. This week, much like most weeks, John and I had a lot of parties. There was a lot of uh, shenanigans, I guess, of the week. Concerts, mm-hmm. sangria, dancing, cold, movies, Grammys, everything, hangovers, uh, long walks in the cold, Um, but yeah, it was like so much fun stuff, so we just want to give you guys um, another, uh, I guess, a a sneak peek into the lives of us this week. Mm -hmm. Sorry, and the one, yeah, definitely, the one other thing I want to say just about how cool this podcast has been, Mm -hmm. it's like being a part of the podcast community, because like it's been crazy to see how many people around the world have liked our podcast, who we've liked. The, yeah, like, yeah, totally. Like, we, we made friends with people in Singapore, the Tomboy yeah. Tarts. They have a podcast. Yeah. Uh, our friends from the Dark Angels and Pretty totally. Freaks podcast. I think they're, they're in L.A., so I know Holla. you and I want to go Lala. to L.A. sometimes. So yeah. Maybe we'll have to hit them up. But they have an awesome podcast on iTunes. Yeah, and it's definitely, like, just even opened up my, like, working life kind of thing for different projects that... We've been doing, like, I just feel like a lot of people are like, oh my god, you guys do a podcast? Like, that's so cool. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, like, it's just, like, it's pretty awesome. Like, I, I genuinely didn't think it would go this long. No. Hold on, I gotta check the potatoes. Okay, I just, I got another new follower, but I think it's a sex bot. Yeah! <laughs> so, I, uh, so, at I Dreamy Thinking, which I think you are a sex bot, I don't know, just followed me on Twitter, and she has a picture of her butt as her display picture. Which is fine, but um, anyways, what were we just saying? Oh yeah, just just when you mention to people you have a podcast, because I feel like podcasting is still not necessarily that widely regarded or known about. Like people who know about podcasts usually love podcasts, but even before we started doing this podcast, like Val never listened to one. She didn't really even know what one was, and it's just basically well, if you guys are listening, you know what it is. It's a radio show that's not on the radio; it's on the internet. It can go out. Anywhere to any kind of people. So, anyways, that's enough about me tooting our own horn. But happy birthday to Live at 605, two years old. Uh, you're looking good. I don't think you look a day over 18 months. Did you come back with a prop? We had to take a break for a second. Yeah, I had to go take out. We're just making euros and french fries from scratch. So I was just boiling the potatoes for the french fries so they cook quicker. So I needed to go drain them out of a pot. I'm equally domestic at Live at 6.05. And for those listeners at home who don't know what Euros are, maybe you can tell them. Do you know what a Euros are? <laughs> or is? For our listeners who are listening at I home. Play footsies with me. <laughs> what is a Euro? A Euro. I know, I know what a Euro um, is. It's what or you, a gyro. It's what you spend. It's the uh, European dollar. No, no, no. A gyro. Um, or a gyro, I guess as people pronounce it on the Danforth, hmm. are just like chicken in a pita with a bunch of vegetables oh, yeah. and stuff. And then they <laughs> usually put the french fries in the pita, but I'm going to opt not to do that and put it on the side instead. I like that. Uh, but it should be good. I always like trying cooking us different kinds of dinners. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, shout out. I didn't get a, a new follow on Twitter, but I got a new like on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to Moms Gomez for liking what? one of my photos. Which photo? It always creeps me out when your parents like certain 
things. She liked the happy birthday 605 picture. It's always creepy because my dad and mom both have now inquired about the podcast because my uncle Peter in England listens to it. And mm. so my mom's like, I really want to listen to an episode. And I, I can't even imagine which episode to pick for my mom because they know I have the mouth of a sailor. She'll have to listen to an episode that you're not on. Like, she'll have to listen to any of my episodes where I talk about old CDs that I made. Yeah, but then that's, like, probably not, like, half the fun for her. Yeah, but she can't listen to, like, relationships. Oh, she can't listen talk- to, like, last week's podcast. She can't listen to the ones with, with your brother, Carl, and Beth. Because yeah, they're talking about, they like... I, those are the dirtiest ones. Yeah, it's not me being dirty. <laughs> she can't even lis- listen to the one where we were in Ottawa with my family, if my sisters and mom, because no. even that one was dirty. <laughs> like, family members being, you and I are the clean ones. We are. I'm the cleanest of them. Like, I might rap about my dick every once in a while. Yeah. But it's, oh, I had the best freestyle. No. No, no. I was, Next. No, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say I'd want to become a rapper so I can rhyme bacon with staycation. I had this awesome <laughs> rap. That started with rapping about bacon that led into me being on a staycation. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Do you want to rap it right now? No, I forget what it was, but oh, it was something okay. like, slice your ass, get a new piece of bacon, eat it while I'm at home on my staycation. <laughs> okay, see, that's what it should be. <laughs> that's bacon pretty good. staycation, episode see? eight. <laughs> bacon sun staycation? Or something? Yeah. That's a good name of a. a <laughs> Three thing. strips of bacon on my staycation. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I made you for breakfast yesterday, and you didn't eat it. No. So, okay, how about we get into this podcast <laughs> yeah. then? So, where do you okay, want to start? I don't even know i don't know do we mention i'm back in school uh no i was gonna say the first thing i thought we would talk about in chronological order mm. was yoga but i think it was school then yoga yeah so why don't why don't you tell everyone about what you're doing in school so right now i'm back in school so i actually took a year off because work had been so busy and everything so i finally managed to like secure one class because i actually have two classes to finish my master's, which I'm pretty stoked about, because if I do one now, that means I only have one left, and that's pretty damn solid. So mm-hmm. I'm doing, uh, it's a community policies, government, and design class. Okay. So Sounds like an it's, oxymoron. It's a big, seriously. Um, so it's basically just, like, reading different policy forms for Ontario and, like, learning about government funding and then just, like, um, in terms of getting, like, design grants and stuff. So it's really interesting it's sometimes a little silly, but I made friends the first day because you actually came with me to campus like a good parent would walk their kids to school. John walks me to school every Wednesday night. We couldn't actually get into the building. and I didn't know where the hell our class was. Yeah. So. Yeah, we got, first of all, there was no, all the doors were locked. Like I know. Like you have a swipey pass. And they're still locked. They're still locked. We got inside mm-hmm. and I'm like, I haven't been to university or, like I've done school, like comedy writing stuff but it's yeah. like in a small room like yeah it's not, you haven't been on campus campus so you're like oh i don't know where to go i'm like i have no clue <laughs> even when i was in college yeah. i was at the grassy high basically oh so luckily yes so luckily enough we were um just like stranded in the building somehow somehow we got in like we snuck in with somebody or when somebody was leaving mm-hmm. but then i was like fuck john i don't even know where my class is like the number just gave, like, the curriculum paper outline just put the actual building number, not the classroom number. Mm-hmm. And so, luckily, these two girls walked in at the same time. And one of them, who is this girl I ended up sitting beside all the time now, uh, she's super lovely girl, super smart. Uh, she's like, I was like, oh, are you in this class? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And you're like, oh, you made a new friend. <laughs> yeah, you made a friend within, like, 
two minutes, basically, mm-hmm. I found. So that was really sweet. So then we ended up sitting together, and I might do some work with her in the future. Yeah. Uh, so definitely go and check out. She actually has this really cool website called Puppin' Kit. Okay. And it's basically, like, really, really cool, almost, like, um, like Pottery Barn architecture what is it architecture digest or something mm-hmm. um elitist dog beds and they're so freaking beautiful you showed me the the website a couple of them I'm yeah like, oh, these are awesome these look amazing like i would use it as a foot ottoman because yeah. you and i aren't dog people Just say, if i like dogs mm-hmm. and uh needed something like this i'd totally hit them up yeah so either way so i've had two weeks of class this week uh would be my third week but because i missed the first two it's actually week six well, that's good so i know so there is some method to my madness can i say one thing that's been you mentioned dogs mm-hmm. as great as this product this is a great yeah. product but this is why i don't like <laughs> animals kind of annoy me Go. this is that magical time of the year because it's been snowing like crazy oh, yeah that magical time of the year where you can't walk more than 10 feet without seeing gold piss covered snow banks yeah right? i know like, it's so gross. Yeah, if I mention this, there's going to be people being like, oh, you fucking dog hater. Dogs oh, yeah, are the we're best. such dog haters. But I'm like, I don't want to see dog piss. Like, I might, let yeah. me piss. Let me piss. I can, at least when I piss Please in the snow, piss. I can write my name. Ew. But I'd be right. so worried about, never mind. I was going to say don't. peeing in the cold that would freeze inside my urethra and just like. You had to go there. Yeah. Okay. So. Anyway. <laughs> you uh, did some yoga the next day, didn't So, you? the other thing I'm trying to do is like. And although I think everyone has always been trying to get me to, like, relax and, like, chill out and stuff like that. Because I usually like to keep busy and, like, whatnot. And we also haven't been doing, like, um, what you might, not foosball, but <laughs> squash, foosball. right? And stuff. So I went, Miranda and I, um, from Podcast Fame, my friend Miranda, she's like, Val, do you want to come and do some yoga with me at Yoga Tree? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this sounds like a hilarious thing to do. And because I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? I really enjoy doing DDP yoga, which is Diamond Dallas Page yoga, Mm -hmm. which our friend Matt got us into. It's actually been really fun. So I was like, you know what, Miranda? I'll give it a whirl. So it's like 45 bucks for one month, and you can go as many times as you want. So we went for the first time Thursday evening for like an hour, hour and a half or so. Mm -hmm. And so... We get there, and it's, like, super zen. And the last time I've ever gone to a yoga class, me and Lillian burst out laughing right. during, like, the whole thing. So we got, like, dirty looks and in trouble. Jesus. And so have you ever been to, like, a kind of exercise class? Well, I spent, like, five years doing karate, so yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, you have way more, like, uh, I guess, uh willpower to stay quiet and follow the leader whereas i'm like a fucking big old mess Mm -hmm. and so a hot mess yeah super hot mess so like we sign up and we go to this class called like yin o or something no 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 that's what it's called and so we go and we're obviously like let's go to the back of the class so we think we are going to the back of the class jesus definitely i was right beside the instructor at the front of the class and so male or female female and she was like an older lady maybe like in her like 37 no like in her like early 50s late 40s maybe (laughs) um but she had like she didn't look she looked fit but not like super fit so it's kind of like weird it's like when your dentist doesn't have good teeth yeah it's like i don't know if i trust you dude. yeah exactly right so it's like for me i'm like i don't know if i trust you teaching me yoga Mm -hmm. so either way especially because i'm like a calamity of errors beside this woman like imagine so she like turns off the lights and like this tribal music starts going and like she has those 
like symbol finger things. I'm like, Miranda, dude, I'm just gonna burst out laughing again. Yeah. And so she's just like, starts, she's like, everyone lie on your back. I don't know why she sounds like this, but she was like talking in these like really like slow, somber sentences. And then I was like, I, I, I'm gonna burst out laughing. And then she's like, everyone breathe. The transitions will be the breathing. And she's like, now together, let's all go, um. You sure you didn't walk into a cult or something? It, it felt culty. And so it was weird because, like, I'm thinking it in terms of, like, harmonies by musicians. So they would be like, keep going up the octave. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yo, these people are so off key. But then there's always, like, there's always, like, two guys in a girl's yoga class for something. And so there's this one dude at the back of the class and every time they're like breathe in we'd all be like and then he's we're like breathe out and you'd be like but he'd be like oh jesus like, so i started freaking out laughing and the woman would just stare at me and then i just started no but i felt so bad because it's so silly and then you're supposed to like put your hands in a praying position and then do the arm thing three times and then she's like now say chakra chakra <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is so weird i just like look at miranda and i'm like what the fuck did you get me into yeah um but it was really good like miranda was actually really impressed because she's like i didn't know i was so flexible and i think ddp yoga has actually helped me do this kind of yoga. So I think this week we're going to go do hot yoga, um, which would be fun. But yeah, I think you would have fun doing it. Like this would definitely be something you and I could do together. Are you sure? Because when we do Diamond Dallas page <laughs> yoga, we can't go more than like two moves without laughing or yeah, something like that. No, it's just so funny. Like, I don't know. It's also like... I don't know, like, I, I can see why people find it, like, zen-like and it clears your head. But to me, there was this point where the woman's like, okay, everyone on their back. And I'd go on their back, and she's like, just let everything go. She's like, turn your head to the left. And she's like, you might be temp um, tempted to, like, clench your teeth. And I was, like, clenching my teeth. What? And then she's like, you might be having your, like, tongue on the roof of your mouth. I'm like, oh, my God, my tongue is on the roof of my mouth. I'm like, this chick's like a witch doctor. She knows, like, what the hell is going on in my head. And so I was, like, freaking out that she knew exactly what I was thinking or, like, what we were all doing. So, yeah. yeah. This is a little nuts. That's a little crazy. Hold on. I'm just going to check the potatoes. Okay. Uh, so while you did that, my night consists... Oh my god, I discovered the best new channel. This just reminded me. So if I just discovered the, the MLB network, and I'm only going to bore you guys for about two, less than two minutes about this baseball network. But if you're a big baseball fan or even a casual baseball fan, double check if you got the MLB network because they've had so many good documentaries on there. Like they've... They did a documentary about the umpires in this year's World Series. Okay. And they're all, it was just really good. Anyway, I thought you were going to be gone longer. So that's why, <laughs> that's all the baseball talk I'll do. But I am excited. Spring training starts in less, in like two weeks. So that's good. And then we got to figure out uh, games to go to. Yes, please. But uh, if I remember correctly, Thursday was yoga. Friday was drinks with. Random uh, drinks. Random drinks with the podcast ladies. So I think that day started off like really randomly too. Because I was talking to Ferris. Okay, so should we tell the funny story? Because we yeah. know Lori won't listen to it. Shout out to the news if he listens. Yeah, the news if you listen. The news one, two, three. Follow him <laughs> on Instagram. That's the man. Um, so basically, last week, uh, during the week, I was like, hey guys, like to Ferris and our dear friend Lori, I was like, do you guys want to hang out and go out for dinner? And Lori is like, oh, hey, 
Um, she's like, maybe not this week. Let's go out next Friday. Um, because she's like, this Friday's Danny's birthday. And it's just like, it's really hectic. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, no problem. Uh, what you call And she's like, actually, why don't you guys and John included mm. come over for dinner on Friday because you guys haven't been to my like new house in a while. Mm. And so I was like, like, have you even seen Lori's house? No. So <laughs> Lori has lived in the outskirts of Scarborough now for Scarberia. like, for like five years. No, no. Really? Well, we've been dating for five years. Yeah. But hasn't she always like, how long has she had that house? I don't know. Like probably like three years. I, I feel like even your closest friend, you don't have to know how long they've lived somewhere for. What? No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how long Sean's lived. Oh, I know how long Sean's lived in his place. Yeah. Two years. But I'm just saying. You okay, don't so to... either way. So basically, Lori has lived in her place. Ferris and I have been there, I think, twice. So Lori's like, why don't you guys come over for dinner? And she's like, she thinks like John's a picky eater, but I actually feel like Lori's a pickier eater than you are. Uh, I'm not as, I used to be super picky. The only thing I don't fuck with is cheese, but... That's if, in a hypocritical way. But if you invite me to your house for a dinner, yeah. I will eat whatever you put on my plate. Yeah. Case in point, the first time I went to your parents' house, I don't fuck with raw cheese. There was, <laughs> that wasn't there meant was, to eat. There was bricks of cheese. I ate bricks of cheese. Something <laughs> yeah. that I will never, never done before and will never do again. But I did it because I was a guest in someone's house. So, so I here, eat what's in front of me. Here's a fun fact. Not that my mom and my dad are peasant cookers and just give people bricks of cheese. Uh, I called ahead and told my mom that John wasn't a fan of cheese and to not put it in the salad. <laughs> and so instead, she cut up little cubes of feta cheese and put them in a bowl that John felt compelled to eat. I don't know why you think my family would serve you cubes of cheese with a roast dinner. Look, okay. I was very nervous. I had to put my hand into a snowbank before I met your dad. <laughs> my hands were super sweaty at work today. I don't even know why. I didn't have to meet anyone or do anything nerve-wracking. <laughs> Maybe you're just like thinking about something awkward. Maybe it's, yeah, I think it's because I had The Bachelor and I saw who got kicked off. Oh, like, God. No comment. Um, So stressed out to watch that too. But either way, so what the fuck are <laughs> oh, Lori's dinner. So either way, we had all these plans, and Lori's like, here's the menu, here's the timing, here's the thing. And, like, Ferris was saying that she had um, an appointment so that we were going to come late, and so we thought we were probably just going to rent a zip car and the three of us drive um, to Lori's new house. And so a week goes by, and none of us had actually heard from Lori, no. right? And so I was like, I wonder if these plans still exist. And then, like... The Thursday night, we still hadn't heard anything. Mm. So then I was texting Ferris all morning on Friday, which is the night we were, or the day we were supposed to go over. I'm like, hey, Ferris. I'm like, I still have in my calendar that we were supposed to go to Lori's for dinner. And she's like, oh, yeah, me too. And I was like, do you think we're still supposed to go? And then she's like, I don't know. And I was like, because it's Lori. She would have talked to us beforehand. Oh, yeah. And so, bless her heart, we text Lori, and she's like... We're like, hey, Lork, uh, so what's uh, what's on tap for tonight? And so, because we were like, let's just keep it super casual because we think Lori forgot she invited us all over. <laughs> so we're like, let's just put out going out tonight. So then she's like, I was like, hey, Lori, what's the plans for tonight? We, we think we want to all go get dinner. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, guys, sorry, I can't. I wish you told me sooner. I'm you know, like having a marathon TV night with my parents or something. Yeah. And we were like, what? Right? So you totally did forget. But then we were just, like, laughing it off because we were like, oh, fuck it. We don't really care because the weather was bad anyway. Yeah. So then I was like, Ferris was like, she was having a bad week anyway. So we're like, why don't we all just do dinner still? 
Yeah, let's just do something local and buy us. And uh, yeah. so Garris came over for a bit. And we were just we like, drank an entire bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. That's true. That was, that was a good start. In, in, in 45 minutes, we drank an entire bottle of wine, Ferris and I, mm-hmm. which is always a commendable start on no food. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, oh, let's just go to, like, our local like, establishment. Hang. So we did that. And it was fun. Just, like, the three. Like, it's always fun to hang out yeah. with, like, big groups of friends. But sometimes it's fun just to do, like, solo hangs with yeah. people. And so I think it's just, like, we had been seeing... Um, like, it was really nice, because it, like, we obviously saw Garrus on the weekend for the Super Bowl and everything, but it was really funny, my other favorite part of that whole thing was Lori ended up texting Ferris and was like, hey, I'm still at work, what are you guys doing, do you want to still hang out? Yeah. And I was like, what? (laughs) But then Ferris accidentally texted you when she meant to text Lori. Yeah, so we just never, that night was not meant to be with Lori. No. Right? No matter what, we weren't supposed to hang out. But then we get to this bar, and we're all hanging out, and so Ferris and I were her a pitcher of sangria. Yeah. You get a beer, we get our food, we all start shooting the shit, mm-hmm. which is super fun. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I guess Maddie was in the area too. And so From the Super Bowl from podcast. The Super Bowl podcast. And, and she was with her friend Pebble. Mm-hmm. And so they came and hung with us too at the bar. Like I was getting ready to pack it in when they came. I was like, okay, like it was I had a lot of fun. Yeah. But they get there and the waiter's like, okay, what do you guys want to drink? And you're all like, oh, let's do more sangria. Yeah. The guy's like, oh, do you want the big what do you call the, the big picture? He's like, do you want the big picture of sangria? So it's like, yeah, of course, there's four of you guys yeah, now, exactly. might as well. Which I actually thought was like the picture we got. Like I didn't know there was a oh. bigger picture. And then he You should show a picture of the picture. A picture of the picture. Yeah. Picture of the picture. Yes, I will do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because how big was that picture of Sangria? So the one that Ferris and I got for just the two of us was probably like a 1.5 liter pitcher. Mm-hmm. The bucket trough that the next dude brought out was a four liter four bucket of friggin' Sangria. Like he, you, you had couldn't to, hold it. You like, had, yeah, you had to have at least two hands and maybe some help. Like someone had to hold on to you so you didn't topple over. It was crazy. Now, having said that, you all finished it and then had another normal picture. <laughs> <of>. <laughs> and I will say, for the next hour and a half, as the four of you ladies were there, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. But I think in two hours, I said maybe nine words. I felt so bad. You always get bombarded with like girl talk. Well, you guys all heard last week's podcast and how loud and frantic it can yeah. be. Now, imagine that with three pictures of sangria in these girls. Um, but it was fun. We were at uh, a gay bar, and I think everyone just thought it was like your gay best friend. Yeah. There's you four girls and then me just hanging out, which is fine. Which I, I is like fine. It. I feel like you had fun, so. I may have thrown in a mm-hmm girlfriend or you something did. like that. You'd always come out with your last-minute, like, token thing. I didn't know why, like, oh, Sean was working. Mm-hmm. So it was just like... Okay, so that was a lot of fun. So we ended up staying there a lot longer than anticipated anyway, Yeah. Um, which was hilarious. But then on Saturday, I guess from Super Bowl hangs, we ended up all making plans to go out, and you had already had a concert yeah, to go to. Yeah, I was supposed to do a guy's night with Sean and Dan from Boys Town Brew podcast fame, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to see 90s Canadiana band Big Sugar. <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with Big Sugar, Go listen to them because they're an awesome mix of uh, reggae, rock, blues, jazz, uh, country, grit, everything. Okay. Everything. They have reggae songs. They have yeah. songs about living in rural Alberta. They have yeah. songs about being from Texas. It's very good, but 
This time it was the acoustic styles mm-hmm. of Big Sugar. You're not as much of a fan of acoustic as I am. No, I like uh, things to be plugged in, and I like. <laughs> but I, so, anyways, of course that day it started to snowballs like, like everywhere again. Yeah. And I'm like, oh god damn it! I just stop snow. Like I don't yeah. need you anymore. Christmas is done. There's no need for snow. Yeah. And so we decided to meet up at Sean Puff Batty Batty Man's place, <laughs> and so me, Sean, and Dan are hanging out there. And he had some leftover beers from Super Bowl. Super Bowl, so he's like, come on over. Mm-hmm. Did that, we ordered some Domino's, and I went way too hard on the cheesy bread. Like, I fucked around with some cheesy bread and just, like, ate so much that my stomach was, like, all muffed it's up. Larry said you like cheesy bread, but that is the one thing you won't eat, apparently. Well, in cube or s- bread 78 form. episodes later, two years in, five, six years dating, you would know that I fucks with melted cheese. Obviously. Not the, not bricks of cheese. <laughs> Who the is asking you to eat a brick of cheese Do and don't even say my mother how many people threatened to hit me with bricks of cheese i've been threatened my whole life that's with not eating of... it who cares if they hit you with it do you want to eat something that you've been threatened to be beat upon with every day of my if life i hit you with a sub a roast beef sub you would still eat it don't even fucking lie that's true so fuck off <laughs> Anyway, so we were just hanging out, catching up, talking Mm -hmm. hockey and sports and and music and stuff like that. And then we went to the concert, which was great. It was at the Danforth Music Hall. And usually they started doing this thing where they take the seats out now, which I prefer because I'd rather stand at a venue. But it was great. They actually had the seats in this time. So you wanted to be an old man? (laughs) If there's nothing plugged into an amp, I see no need for me to stand. (laughs) But it was great. Sean got us like row F, front row center. Well, I guess not front, but row center, uh, like five rows from the front. Uh, they were great seats. Uh, row center? It means nothing. We were center row. <laughs> front row center, you ding dong. But we weren't. I just, Sixth row center. <laughs> you're lucky you were in pants or you would feel the wrath of my clam hands. Don't. So the only shitty thing was I was sitting next to a bunch of like. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I like Mike's shampoo. It smells good. <laughs> oh, uh, our hand lotion smells like Lori. That's what I was going to tell you. What? Because people, what like... hand lotion? Uh, the one that's in the kitchen. It huh? smells like her perfume. My, our hand lotion? I don't know. Whatever our soap... Soap? Spe- yeah, whatever that it's shit like is. like regular Jergens. <laughs> What's Jergens? <laughs> that's our brand. Um... So anyways, is I... Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, it was a good... Well, yeah. Ham soap usually smells nice. It's not like it smells like molasses okay. or some shit. Right. I don't know. That's just... Okay, well, I, I didn't put Jurgens so. in my hair. <laughs> you look like Mario from Mario <laughs> Brothers. So anyways, I sat next to these four skids from like... Like Skid Row? Yeah, like they're basically like... Um, why can't I think of the word? They were just like hicks. Like Ew. country. And like... They looked like they were methed out. I couldn't tell if the woman next to me was pregnant or just kind of like chubby belly. Because I'm like, I don't know if she's drinking Smirnoff or water. <laughs> but as the night went on, the one guy especially who had like a shaved head and like a big hat that went up to here. Like I'm pointing way up. Like a top hat? No, just like a like a winter hat. But you know those hats like, like when they don't push them all the way down? Oh, uh, okay. So anyways, he kept going to get beers. And as the night went on, he got drunker and drunker and just yell shit. Which would usually happen when you get a lot of beers, okay. Exactly, but uh, the show was a lot of fun. I have pictures on my Instagram, mm-hmm. at Malin Camp. Maybe I'll post the video. It was great. I did actually like this stripped-down concert. Yeah. They had, like, about 15 people on stage. They had people from the Trues were there. They had some Rastafari reggae legends in the mm-hmm. building, too. 
And it was a lot of fun. They were actually there. Mm -hmm. They're doing a tour. They uh, adopted this community in Ethiopia, and they're on tour supporting supporting this town that they pretty much are providing providing for. Mm -hmm. And the whole goal is they want to help send every kid there to school. That's such a nice initiative. And you should be patting me on the back because I just set you up. So my favorite part about this story is fast forward. John and I. Re-rally Sunday morning in sobriety, and we're like, what should we do? Let's go for a walk. And so we're, we go walking, like, downtown, just, like, random walking to this, like, coffee shop in, like, Queen East area. And he's telling me about the night and about this, like, really great charity. And it's, like, John's, like, storytelling capabilities are amazing. So he's, like, literally, like, not missing a beat telling me about Ethiopia and how this band does, like, such good work and they've done other initiatives in the past. Well, and, they're, like, they're saying on stage, like, oh, you know, we have CDs, we have shirts. <laughs> what? A hole in my oh, shirt. Oh, God, I thought that was a spider. No. Jesus Christ, that scared the hell out of me. Right. I was like, God damn it. There's a hole in my shirt. My heart's pounding right now. There's a spider on your shirt. I'm like, I am not going to no. touch that thing. I've caught many of things for you. Right. Uh, yeah, they were saying we got shirts for sale. We got CDs. We got posters. You know what? We'd much rather you come to our table and help sponsor one child and send them to school. He's like, you know what? You do that. We'll give you the CDs. We'll give you shirts. Yeah. So We're just, just here to help sponsor the Yeah. Kids. So donate what you can. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's so awesome. I was like, oh, so how much did you donate? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, proceeds from the ticket went to go I help these so kids. I was so angry. They also said they're very close to hitting their goal, and they still had like 50 more stops on the tour. Oh, you know, that's really good. How soon right? we forget when I donated $5 to the Boys and Men and Girls Club of America, whatever that thing was at the Oh, SCBL. okay, so there's one thing to know. John's $5 just went to go save all of Ethiopia, right? But you know what he probably managed to do to get today? How much did you spend on your Subway and or Tim Hortons lunch? I had a Subway and it was $12. Oh, it's $12 for your sodium sandwich, but you couldn't pay $12 to help a little kid probably get food for a week in Ethiopia. Tell you what, any kids in Ethiopia listening to this, send us a tweet and I have, I'll send you a shirt. No. A Live 605 shirt. No. How about this, guys? Instead of supporting our PayPal account, which is uh, live605.podmac.com, mm -hmm. instead of supporting that, go support some kids in Ethiopia or less privileged people. Thank you. Why didn't you donate? I don't Especially know. Especially because you're, you know me and you know this is important to me. We found glasses and we helped give them to security. <laughs> the glasses were weird. They had a battery pack in them. <laughs> That's almost the same thing, guys. Don't, don't think about any like philanthropic uh, initiatives or projects just remember if you pick up somebody else's belongings and turn them to lost and found that is like solving climate change and poverty well put I feel at least about in myself. john's eyes listen you i've i have to go flip the potatoes why didn't you flip them when i paused the thing Oops. oh god now i gotta sit here and uh based on my two-year skill of talking by myself so the concert was quite good the other thing that happened was now big sugar as I mentioned, they have very strong reggae roots, uh, bluesy, jazzy, this kind of stuff. Now, normally at a concert, people like to partake in the jazz cigarettes. And especially a, a concert like Big Sugar, there's a very... You can smell... If you take a whiff of the air, it smells like uh, marijuana. And now, for some reason at this concert, where we're all sitting, it's acoustic, it's this and that, it's great. Out of nowhere, there's these two guys almost get into a big fight like... Uh, kind of a few rows back and to the right of us. They start yelling, they get up, and people are yelling, going crazy. And then security came and got rid of them. But I'm like, you don't fight at a big sugar concert. This isn't like some 
some mosh pitting crazy tech nine shit. This is big sugar. Like those guys should have calmed their tits. But anyway, security is very good. They got them out of there. But the show is great. I'd probably give it uh, 8.3 out of 10. Really? Yeah, I've seen Big Sugar like three or four times. Was this one of your better shows with them? Yeah, I'd say it was probably my second favorite Big Sugar show. Just because it was di- com- completely different from mm-hmm. what I was used to. And a lot of fun. So after that show, uh, the guys and I went next door to this place called Allen's. And we, Allen's is so much fun. Mm-hmm, we went there mm-hmm. to get a drink. And we were really hungry want to get some fries mm-hmm. we get there at like 11 and the guys mm-hmm. like the kitchen closes at 11 yeah that's standard and then the bar closed at midnight they kicked us what? out really I was like ain't this some that's bullshit fucking weird that's some full-blown bullshit yeah so then from there i hopped my ass okay so maybe i didn't partake in some charity this night mm-hmm. but it's 12 30 now mm-hmm. i'm tired and hungry mm-hmm. sleepy I could have gone home, but what did I end up doing? I don't know. I hauled ass to Clinton's yeah. to go find one Miss Val Gomez in three, two, one. <laughs> what are you doing? I just wanted the potato timer to stop so then I can put a fresh eight minutes on. Okay, so we teased it. Why don't you take us back like... The Better Call Saul prequel, as I'm getting my ass to Clinton's at 12.45 at night. So, on the other side of John's boy's day was the girls' hang. And so, it was actually really funny because you left at like 4.45 or something, or 5 o'clock to go out. And I was like, oh my god, right? Like, I was so bored, but at the same time, like, tired. But I knew we were going out at like 8.30 or so, so... I had like a little bit more lunch and then at about 8.20 I started getting ready to go to Ferris's. Mm-hmm. I bring like a bottle of wine and then like half a bottle of vodka to Ferris's and she was like hostess with the Moses, had like three pizzas going in the oven. Maddie was already there. And so Maddie's friend Pebbles was coming in mm-hmm. addition to like Dan, his friend uh, Carson, and then our other friend Daniel and our his other friend Andrew. And so mm-hmm. we were really excited to go dancing to Clinton's, which we've gone previously in other podcasts. It does like 60s um, and 90s music. So yeah. it's a really good chill jam. And so we were sitting for like probably like two and a half hours just straight telling stories and laughing and drinking and it was really funny because dan was on vacation and he was like oh where's john blah blah blah. and he's like oh my god the podcasts were so funny he listened to a bunch oh really um while he was on vacation in new york and like stuff and so he's like i'm almost like up for to listen to this past one with maddie and ferris nice and so it was really funny one of like uh ferris's friends from high school randomly started listening to it so it was really cool so that he knew, like, he was referencing stuff. And I'm like, wow, it's so weird. We have, like, people who talk about us that we don't know. But then they're talking to our friends who we obviously do know. Mm-hmm. So either way, we got, like, wasted. Like, our drink of choice was, like, cream soda, vodka, Fucking and ginger cream soda. It was so random. I was like, it felt like high school drinking. So then at about 11, we, like, haul ass in cabs and split up from Dan and Carson to go to Clinton's. We had to like wait outside in line for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But then we get in and I swear to God, it was just like, okay guys, we're doing shots. Like I was Jesus. in it to win it. So I ended up getting like, I think there was only three of us, but I got like nine shots for like the three of us. Christ. And so that started and then it just like 
it just became like shenanigans from that point, like just crazy dancing. Like we did, the, like all did the twist. It was like dancing to Chuck Berry and like old school, like Beatles and everything, and like just like Motown stuff. So super fun. But I think as opposed to drinking drinks, I just kept doing shots. Mm-hmm. So like I think I was pretty tossed by about like twelve thirty, and I kept my phone out because I was really hoping you would show up and you and Sean. And so, um, I actually don't remember why I came outside, to be honest. Like, at some point, and you texted me, but I didn't know you texted me because I didn't check my phone. And I run outside, I'm like, there's Chad! So. Yeah, my plan was just to, like, show up. Uh, I wasn't really going to tell you, just show up and, like, be like, oh, look, I'm here. Mm-hmm. But the other reason why I was going, like, well, it's going to be closing down soon, so I might as well just get some points in going. Yeah. Like, I didn't really... Like, I didn't want to go. I wasn't. I had a few drinks in me. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. later. Uh, I was more tired and hungry, and I just wanted French toast, which I'll get into later. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, oh, I might as well go and show up with you. And it's late. I, I'd rather take you home. Like, Thank I don't want you traveling yeah. by yourself. Even though I'm like, oh, all man. All of our friends They all live close area. by. So I'm waiting in line, and I thought there wouldn't be a lineup because it was snowing so crazy, and it was almost last call that I would just get in. Yeah. There was a lineup. It wasn't a big lineup, but it's like clearly it was at capacity, so they weren't letting anyone yeah. in. Yeah, which is so weird because I feel like we've been in there with like thirty of our friends on top of other people being in there, and we've all gotten in okay. Mm-hmm. But anyways, out of nowhere, I just see you like rushing outside, mm-hmm. looking for someone, and I'm like, oh god, what happens when you get drunk? Yeah. You do not wear jackets. No. And it is freezing I cold. I was like out. not cold at all. Okay, just because you're not cold doesn't mean it's not cold outside. <laughs> And so you came outside, you see me, we're talking, yeah. but then I'm like, because I'm pretty sober, I'm like, you got to put a jacket on. You're like, never. Yeah, never. And I'm like, if you don't, I'm going to leave and go home right no. now. And you're like, you wouldn't do that. And I'm like, watch me. And you then, wouldn't do that. I wonder if people in line thought we were having a domestic fight. Probably, because I was trying to whisper, but you were shouting stuff out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, then Daniel came out. I'm like, get this girl, get this her ass back in the club. I'm like, she got no jacket on. He's like, what are you doing? It's the middle of February. Get inside. <laughs> And then you come back out, and I'd be like, oh, go inside for 10 minutes. If I'm not in, come back out. Yeah. And eventually, finally, Maddie came out, and, and she's like, oh, I'm ready to go. So I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. get the hell out of here. I think here. we all drank way too fast. And there was a point where I was, like, boat racing tequila shots. Jesus. And then, like, I, there, there's, like, not points where it was, like, blackout, but it was, like, what shot is this? Who bought this? <laughs> so anyways, we finally get get your ass in a cab. We get yeah. you home. You're co- like you know what's going on. You're just you're a little tipsy. Yeah, a little, yeah. yeah, a few drinks in you. Get you home. Throw your ass on yeah. the bed. Get you some water and an Advil. And at this point, it's like one thirty in the morning too. And I'm like completely sober because I I had only had six beers that night. Mm-hmm. And if the night started at like five o'clock and then I came to meet you around 1230. It was basically yeah. one like a beer an hour. Yeah. Is what I was doing. So it's just like a fun Yeah. Mid- I chose instead 15 shots in three hours. Yeah. So if anything, I was maybe tipsy at like nine for a bit. But after that I'm like, oh I'm yeah. completely fine. Put you to bed. I was so hungry, I'm like, I'm gonna make some French toast. <laughs> this is great. I'll listen to a podcast, make mm-hmm. French toast. I think I watched uh, more baseball documentaries. Then I go to bed at like three in the morning and I'm feeling really good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't need an Advil. I'll be fine in the morning. Yeah. Like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel drunk. I feel fine, right? Mm-hmm. I made French toast for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. I had to crack two eggs without spilling shit. Like, I am good. <laughs> cut to like 11 in the morning, or cut to seven in the morning. You get I out get of- up and I'm like, I can't sleep anymore, which is notorious foul, where I'll drink a lot and then wake up super early the next day. And then I wake up at 9, and I'm like, 
oh my head. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Go back to sleep, wake up at 10.30. My head. I was hung over till, until we went on our walk. Even after our walk, I was hung over till about six o'clock yesterday afternoon. Yeah, which I don't know why. And I wasn't even drunk the night before. Yeah. Like, so maybe it's just like your body's rejecting it. You're getting old now. Dirty 30s. Like, at this point, I should just, I'd much rather have drank Dr. Pepper. I would have been better off. It was just so funny because today I went out with um, our friend Katie from work and she's like, she's like, oh, she's like, I saw your picture of you guys dancing and drinking at Clinton's. And she's like, next time you guys all go out, she's like, tell me. And I was like, oh, yeah. But I'm like, I'm definitely somebody who's like, I don't need to drink to like oh, dance yeah. or whatever. And so just like you with the Dr. Pepper, I could have equally just been oh, like, yeah. let's go dancing. I could have had like soda pop. Yeah. I haven't said that. It's fun to drink and have fun and let loose oh, every yeah, once yeah. in a while. But I, I'd much rather... Most of the time, no. I just, like, have a drink here or there. Unless it's, like, yeah. something big. Like, your birthday, I had some fun. Yeah. Guys night, we usually do it big. But I didn't even do it. I just... Yeah. I think I, I think my whole day. body this weekend was about 9,000 pounds of sangria and about 1,000 pounds of tequila. Mm -hmm. And a, three bottles of wine. <laughs> do you have to go check the oven or something? I was about to say, uh, can we hiatus it so then I can go cook and then we'll come back after dinner? Yeah. Cool. And just like that, we're back after... Post-dinner. After a big post-dinner, your juros <laughs> were very good. <laughs> we uh, watched the first 15 minutes of The Bachelor as well. Yeah. Which was so, so stressful. So stressful, so good. No, we won't give any spoilers. No, should we say who wins? Who do you feel is going to win? So I've, I've been right in predicting who the next Bachelor and Bachelorette have been like the last five, six seasons. Okay. I'm always good at... I'm not necessarily good at knowing who's going to win, but yeah. I always know who's going to be the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. Okay. And who I, I think, it's a little early to tell right now, I think uh, the Canadian chick will be top three. Okay. I think if the Canadian chick makes it top three and she doesn't get picked, she'll end up she could be the Bachelorette. I also think there's that blonde chick with the high voice. Carly? Carly can make it. Yeah. And then... I don't know. Who do you think, though? It's a little too, too I early. I feel like it'll be in between the Canadian chick, Carly, and Jade, the brunette. Okay. And I feel like he'll go with either Carly or Jade, because they're the most, like, down-to-earth Iowa. Yeah. Right? For the farmer bachelor. Very true. And I feel like, yeah, they would make uh, the Canadian chick the next bachelorette, because she's more, like, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, crazy yeah. and fun and yeah, hilarious yeah. and stuff. So I think where we left off was mm -hmm. I had woken up hungover after only drinking <laughs> five or six beers, yeah. and then we kind of mentioned we went. It was like another big snowstorm. We went for a walk in the snow. Mm -hmm. We uh, we were gonna try and see Baby Ben, but we couldn't quite That's drive. Too up. intense. But we well, did Skype with them, which was quite. I fun. know it's so different. Like the last time we skyped with Benjamin, he was like just it was his one uh, his first birthday, mm -hmm. and so we like skyped, and I don't think he understood what the hell was going on then, but he definitely still equally didn't understand what was going on now. Yeah, like he could hear our voices, but I think he was like, "What do you mean I can't talk to them or they can't follow me?" Like, I think he was like, "Where's John? Where's John?" But then he would see us, and then he, whenever he first sees us, he always tries to show off by, like, running around or jumping or doing flips. Yeah. So he just started, like, rolling around and going <laughs> into closets. It's quite funny. It made made me un, unhungover, I guess, or yeah. whatever. Benjamin can usually, like, yell and joke the hangover out of you. Exactly. So in the meantime, before the Grammy started, we decided, we are like, let's watch a movie. We have mm -hmm. some time to kill. 
and we ended up watching a movie called Mud. Mud, which was, um, okay, so it was like in between that one, another Jake Gyllenhaal film, and like... And a watch where he plays like a cop. Yeah. So this one, um, Mud, I remember our friend Matt saying he watched it and really liked it. Okay. So it got really great reviews. Matthew McConaughey is in it, and, you know... Well, I know why you want oh, to watch hey, it. Then. He basically plays himself. Um, he does. So, which was hilarious. So it was a cross between himself and True Detective. Yeah. But the plotline of Mud is two young boys encounter a fugitive and form a pact to help him evade the vigilantes that are on the trail to reunite him with his true love. Okay. Um. So, IMDb gave it 7.5 out of 10... How many Michael Fassbenders do you give Mud? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Definitely, definitely liked the movie. I thought the two kids were really good in it. Yeah. I like Matthew McConaughey, but he exactly was himself slash true detective slash yeah. just another, like, southern guy. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, I, I could give a miss, too. She's one of those actresses I don't really care for. Yeah. I give it, I liked it, but I give it a 7.8 for okay. Fastbenders. Uh, I think I'm like basically tied with you for Fastbenders. I think the kids did a really great job, but there was like, I don't know what's with me in accents sometimes. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't understand. understand anything going on in the first 20 minutes. I was like, what do you say? What? And all they had was like Arkansas ac- accents, like yeah. Southern. And I was like, what? Can you please put up some subtitles? And then I think the movie was more of like, like I still think it was really good, but it was kind of like a slow burning seed mm. where it was like the pacing felt slow off the top and they were just setting up the characters really well. Yeah. But then towards like like the second third of it, I guess, I was just like, oh my God, like so stressed out. I think it also broke it up when we had we went to go call Benjamin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I thought it was really good. Reese Witherspoon could have been any anyone of me, like... I almost wish she was, like, a no-name actress. Cause Any inanimate object could have played Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, like, her character was just, like, ridiculous. I also don't like her name. Reese Witherspoon? No, 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 Juniper. Ju- oh, that's what her name yeah, was? Yeah, in the movie. Did you know in the first scene she had, like, a black eye? Yeah. Apparently that was a real black eye she had. Yeah, she got hurt in real life or something. Mm, yeah. But, yeah, otherwise, I do think it was, like, a really good, like, weekday movie kind yeah, of thing. It kind of like, reminiscent of True Detective, like, even the scene or, like, stuff looked like it. It's a good rainy after Sunday afternoon type movie. Yeah. So I quite... Yeah, so it was good. I enjoyed that. Um, now to you, we're going to wrap this thing up in a bit. Yeah. The Grammys were last night. Oh, all four hours of it? Yeah, the Grammys went long. They, I think they had like 18 to 20 performances or something. Which is, okay, first of all, it's so unnecessary to do that many performances. Like, I know you need to get every friggin' demographic of, like, performer out there, mm-hmm. but it's so unnecessary. Did you have a favorite, did you have a favorite performance and a least favorite performance? Um, yes. I think my favorite performance was, uh... I thought that fuck? was you for a second. Like, what? Shut up. That does look like when you wear your... Tank top? Yeah. Um, what do you recall? It, my least favorite performance was probably... Uh, oh my god, there's so many annoying ones. Um, probably Kanye West's like, solo North yeah. song or whatever. And like, because it's like, I don't need to see you twice. No. Right? And to me and it was for like... for two shitty songs. Two songs that like, I still don't understand why Paul McCartney... 
is in that second song. Like, that could have been any shitty guitarist. That could have been, like, me playing guitar, right, for that song. Like, I thought he had a solo part in that one. Mm -hmm. So those two songs are kind of, like, tied from what I feel were, like, the low points and unnecessary. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I mean, they said, like, Kanye hadn't performed in six years. It's like, if it's been six years, couldn't you pick, like, a good song to do? Totally. I was kind of disappointed, even though I'm not the hugest Katy Perry or Beyonce fan. I'm like... I'm like, what's with all these slow, sad songs? Yeah, like, I think it's also like, okay, I'm all for political coming out and making it like for an issue. But the chick who was like the women um, abuse issue or whatever, yeah. when she came out and did her really big PSA moment and then Katy Perry saying her really big PSA moment to stuff like that to me just adds another 10 minutes to an already long show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't need you. Like Katy Perry, we already saw you perform at the Super Bowl. We don't need you to perform here, right? Like, I don't know. That could be me and I could get a lot of hate mail from this comment. But I I equally think there's so many other more prevalent issues that are more topical for that day Mm -hmm. that you could have spoken about. Yeah. That didn't involve another song. Like Totally. Yeah, talk about issues, but you don't need a song to back it up. Mm -hmm. As far as my favorite performance... Yeah. uh, it was tough. I'd probably say ELO. It was pretty Yeah, good. everyone seemed like they liked it. They were really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Last year, my favorite still from last year when Kendrick Lamar performed yeah. with uh, Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Now, I wrote, I marked down some of the uh, winners. I thought maybe you'd want to discuss. Yeah. And, like, some of these some of these winners and people who are nominated, it's just ridiculous. And some of the categories people get put in. You know what's weird, though? Like, I was wondering this, like, in the 90s or, like, early 2000s when we would watch the Grammys, and obviously we didn't know each other at that point, but it would have been like, do they ever do things? Like, I feel like pop solo album performance and stuff like that. Like, those categories seem like they just came out of nowhere. I'm like, I remember them showing, like, best rap album, best hip-hop mm-hmm. album, and now those are those awards that they do before mm-hmm. they come out, so I don't know. So here's one that already pisses me off. So Go. best rock song. Yeah. Um, nominated was Paramore with Ain't It Fun. No. Back with Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. Black Keys Fever. Yeah. Ryan Adams and Jack White were all nominated. Okay, so only two of those seem like they could be best rock to me. And guess who wins? Uh, Paramore. Paramore won for a song I've never heard of. Yeah. And it's like. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's more rock that happened this past year. Yeah. And uh, that's why I think the Grammys are like the Oscars, though, where it's not like the real things. And like, I think it's like one of those um, situations where it's almost like the commercial accepted stuff is the ones that get the hits. And it's like hit or miss who gets acknowledged. Like, they may have just as well called this year's Grammys the Sam Smithathon mm-hmm. kind of thing because it just felt like he would be the highlight for this year if you took it away and Kanye West being Kanye West was the low point so it was like a Sam Smith Kanye West showdown Mm -hmm. meanwhile here's the best rock album go nominated was Ryan Adams Beck Black Keys Tom Petty and U2 now I love Tom Petty and U2 Mm -hmm. but they only got nominated because they're Tom Petty and U2 like U2's album I don't mind it was also one of their worst albums and I love U2 Tom Petty, I'm sorry, like, he hasn't had big songs since the 90s, like, yeah. uh, Let's Fly, or whatever that damn song is. Maybe he's been nominated because of all the shenanigans with Sam Smith. 
That's true. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, Beck wins Best Rock Album, which is great. I haven't listened to his album. Mm-hmm. I, I don't doubt that it's not great. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why he wasn't nominated in this category. So, here's Best Alternative Album. Mm-hmm. Nominated was Alt-J, yeah. Arcade Fire, Cage the Elephant, Jack White, and St. Vincent. Now, don't you feel like Arcade Fire, Cage the Elephant, and Jack White are more rock than yeah, Alternative Rock? Yeah, that's so weird. Why weren't any of those awards shown as well? Like, I just hate the fact that, like, we miss stuff like that, too. And, like, we miss Kendrick Lamar getting his awards and stuff. But here's the sad thing was, I was like, oh, I thought Arcade Fire was nominated last year. No, they were nominated this year. Reflector only Reflector got... Reflector for this year? Only got nominated for Best Alternative Album. Didn't get Best Album, Best Song, like, all these things. I'm like, really? Yeah, was- but that's, like, that's the thing, though, right? I think it's because they already won with the Suburbs. So it's yeah. like, oh, we don't have to, like, worry about this Canadian band so again. So silly. Uh, what was um, your least favorite moment? I don't know why I still root for this guy, but I want to... Really, just root for Kanye West. Really, so I do like his music. He's such a dick. Oh, like, so when he went on stage as a joke to like interrupt Beck. Yeah, but it wasn't as a joke apparently. No, because afterwards, like, he did an interview where he's like, he's like, Beck needs to respect real artists. Like, he's got to respect Beyonce, this yeah. and that. I'm like, he's uh, doesn't respect true artistry. It's like, dude, you went and interrupted album of the year. Yeah. Like, you don't respect artistry, you know. So stuff like that when he just. It's not the Kanye show. You had two performances. Yeah, that's such a jerk-off move. Everyone else did. I mean, Stevie won, or uh, Paul, Paul McCartney had one song he performed. Steve, he didn't even perform. He just, like, played really three chords on guitar. All the uh, Herbie Hancock was piano behind everyone. Like, <laughs> not on in the pocket, either. No, but I'm saying, like, all these legendary people. Oh, for sure. They did their one song. Yeah. Kanye, we gave you two songs. You don't need to go on stage, even if it's a joke. Like, yeah. So that, to me, was the low point. But then I think it was equally stupid, though. Like, especially for somebody who, like, doesn't... Like, I thought Kanye would appreciate all music, but then I guess on, like, at the after party for E, Mm -hmm. he, like, told whoever was interviewing him that he's, like, Beyonce's album should have won or something, so... Yeah, I don't, like... Sorry. Like, there's nothing wrong with Beck. If it was, like, Paramore who won Best Album, sure, but... Beck has been, like, putting out great music since the 90s. Yeah. I need to listen to this. I haven't fully listened to it. I've heard nothing but good things. Streamed it on Spotify before. It's pretty good. Having said that, I still think Arcade Fire probably had one of the best albums last year. Even though I think it came out 2013. 2013. But, I don't know. What was your low point favorite? So, I think it wasn't, like, low point. I think for me, it's just, like, so many, like, artists that come out that just do unnecessarily long things. And either it's, like, I'm of now... The generation that's like, I have such a short attention span. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, ACDC performed in medleys, which is why I think ELO's performance was amazing. Yeah. It was just enough of a song to be like, yeah, we love ELO, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like, when ACDC opens the show, yeah, it's ACDC. But it's like, I don't want to hear an entire seven-minute song followed by another four-minute song, right? And so the other weird one was to me was, I think one of my favorite performances was um, Ed Sheeran, John Mayer, Herbie Hancock, Questlove, (laughs) and some other dude, and they did Ed Sheeran's new song. But then the weird one was the guy from Hoiser or whatever. Hosier or whatever. With Annie Lennox. A.K.A. Barbara from Shark Tank. (laughs) Right. And then 
they did the Take Me to Church song. Yeah. Then Annie Lennox performed I Put a Spell on You, which I realize is from like her last album, which was a standards album. But um, it's like, I don't want to hear you sing that song. I want to hear you sing like freaking no sweet. I... Yeah, No More I Love Yous or like Sweet Dreams. Even though she sounded amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. Some of this shit felt so self-indulgent. I actually liked Sia's performance. Yeah, that was really with Kristen Wiig. Because once you get past the... I guess the whole idea is she just doesn't want... Show her face. Show her... Because when she was at SNL, she, like, mm-hmm. stood backwards. Yeah. I like how she brings out that little kid and then, like, Kristen Wiig doing this mm-hmm. chore- choreography. I thought that was cool, although I'm like, I feel like she's lip syncing because it just sounds like her Yeah, record. they actually say that she is, like, lip syncing, and I guess there's no way to tell if you can't see her seeing, yeah. singing. Um, the other funny, not funny, but like, I guess we were saying this, like the in memoriam thing. Did you read anything about that? So like when we were watching the in memoriam part of the Grammys and they go over everyone and you know, they really go into like the woodwork of finding people in the industry who passed away, which is really nice, but they called out some people that they missed. Oh really? They got ASAP PMs though. (laughs) Oh yes, they got ASAP, but they actually missed Joan Rivers. Oh. And, like, uh, DJ oh, Rashad or the something. The guy from Guar. Yeah. And so I think, like, Joan Rivers was the big one that they said that they missed. And she won a Grammy last night. Yeah. And so it was just kind of, like, that was a little bit silly. But, like, some <coughs> guy's, like, a lawyer one. Yeah. Or, like, got acknowledged. So I think it was just, like, uh-oh. It was, like, not as thorough as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I also really don't know why LL Cool J always is hosting things. Like, I don't find him that great. No, he just licks his lips every five yeah. seconds. Yeah, I really like... do think they should just keep people like Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and Jimmy Fallon yeah. hosting and Neil Patrick Harris. Exactly. So. Uh, but if you guys did watch here in Canada, I hope you enjoyed the promos because I did a promo for Man Seeking Woman. Yeah, so that did. was Chiboy. It was nice to see my uh, promo up there. That was awesome. That's all the self-promotion I'll do for now. <laughs> So I think we should end this, but we have to do, it's going to be something we do every week now. We have to do a quick check-in on Bruce Jenner. What is going on with him? Because I know he's your favorite topic right now. It's so crazy. I don't even know why I'm so obsessed, but then more things just keep happening with him. So I guess like over the weekend, he got into a three-car pileup mess up and he like hit some woman's Lexus and it went into oncoming traffic and he killed her. Well, or the, the car killed, the crash killed her. What I heard was he was driving, being chased by paparazzi. He slammed into the back of a car. Mm-hmm. He then pushed that car into oncoming traffic, mm-hmm. and a Hummer hit that car, killing the woman. But Bruce Jenner essentially caused this car crash that then, like, a fatality happened. Yeah. And it's like, I feel bad for the guy. Like, he's just trying to live his life. I understand he's, like, the hot, like, Topic no one, no one's ever really... It had, you know, this been this public going yeah. through like this big of a change or whatever, but he put out a statement just saying like, "Oh, I can't uh, begin to imagine how bad like the family." Yeah, he was like, was, like apo- a, he was a really apologetic about it. Um, but I read that they they got pictures of him on his cell phone talking. So whether it was a cell or a cigarette, cigarette, or something. yeah. But so it's like, was he distracted? But in all, yeah, like it's just a, it's really unfortunate that it wound up that way, especially. Because it's like almost like taking two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Like doing a great thing for the transgender community, and then all of a sudden this happens, and it's like. Ah. So any any new updates when his show comes out? Has he fully changed over? Or is there no. you know anything else for us? I don't have any other news about the Bruce Jenner story. That's all your Bruce Jenner news. That's all my Bruce Jenner news. 
Well, considering it's almost 10 o'clock and we've done about an hour 10 and we have a bunch more Bachelor left mm-hmm. to watch, should we end this thing? Yeah, do you have anything going on this week I should know about? Uh, <laughs> this week, I have absolutely I don't no know what we have. This, this week's family day. Family week. Only in Ontario and in BC do we have a family day week, which is nice as a February holiday. Yeah, so doing that. Uh, Might go see Bobby, Adam, and Dee play some hockey. Tomorrow, nice. uh, so that might be fun. And uh, I'm sure we'll have stories for next week's episode of Live at 6.05. Yeah. Uh, lots of ha- lots going on. Thanks to everyone who's been listening. Mm. And should we get into the band of the week? Sure. So this week's band of the week is by a group called Deltron 3030. Okay. Are now, they sound like Brand Van 360 or whatever? 3000, no. Yeah. So you guys have heard of, it's a rap group. And don't be like, oh, Deltron 33, what is this shit? If you guys like the Gorillas, the guy who raps on Clint Eastwood and um, all like the big rap songs, yeah, his name is Del the Funky Homo Sapien, and this is his group with Dan the Automator. Okay. And so they put out this album, 2000, called uh, Deltron 3030. It's basically a concept album that takes place in a post-apocalyptic future run by like aliens and robots. Yeah. And Del the Funky Homo Sapien and Dan the Automator are like two superheroes to like save the world. Yeah. So there's a song called 3030 by Deltron 3030 from the album Deltron 3030, (laughs) which I've been listening to nonstop for like a week and it's really good. It's like, I just want Benjamin to listen to the song to be honest with you. I think he'd like it. I think he'd bob his head and there's no swearing in or anything. So, okay, keep going. So I just wanted to listen to it. I think it's really good. I'm excited to hear this song, but I'm right now I'm on my iPad and like looking up other Deltron 3030 songs and like legit they have the best song titles. Like oh, yeah. they they clearly didn't bring their A game on their Deltron 3030 <laughs> song featured on the Deltron 3030 album yeah. because they have great titles such as this one, Lawn Chair Quarterback <laughs> Part 2, The Ass Man 640 Speaks. <laughs> And the future of food, the fantabulous rap extravaganza, and where's the other one? <laughs> oh man, I can't find it. So they took 13 years in between albums, and they put out an album because like they do solo stuff. Mm-hmm. So they put out an album last year, and guess who was on it? Yeah. Lonely Islands, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, word? Uh, David Cross. Like, they were doing, like, little things. But it's a really cool concept album, so I highly recommend it. If you like this song, mm-hmm. so Song of the Week by the Band of the Week is 3030 by Deltron 3030 from the album Deltron 3030. Yeah. So let's give it a listen. Uh, Deltron 3030 cubed. Cubed. So how do people get in contact with your ass? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's ValGomez23. And you can holler at your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp, Facebook.com slash Live605. And then rate, comment, subscribe, and download us on iTunes. And that's all we got for this yeah, week. Yeah, man. So we'll be back next week from probably another snowy Toronto. And uh, until then, we're your podcasters, John. I'm Val. Be easy. It's 3030. I want y'all to meet Deltron Zero Hero. Not no small feat. It's all heat in this day and age. I rage and grave. Anything it takes to save the day. Neuromancer. Perfect blend of technology and magic. Use my rapping so you all can see the hazards. Plus entertainment where many are brainless. We cultivated a lost art of study and I brought a buddy. Automator, harder slayer, fascinating combinations. Cyber warlords are activating abominations. Oh, man.
nation with hatred, we ain't with that. We high tech archaeologists searching for knickknacks. Composing musical stem packs that impacts the soul. Crack the mold of what you think you rapping for. I used to be a mag soldier, but I didn't respect orders. I had to step forward, tell them this ain't for us. Living in a post apocalyptic world, morbid and horrid. The secrets of the past, they hoard it. Now we just bored it on our futuristic spacecraft. No mistakes, black, it's our music we must take back. My sentence was equivalent to murder, just another hurdle. I bounced through a portal. I knew they had the mind state of mere mortals. My ears morphed to receptors that catch up every word about gravity control and the families they hold for handsome ransoms. On the run with a handgun, blast bioforms. I am warned that a planet-wide manhunt with cannons will make me abandon my foolish plan of uprising. Fuck dying, I hijack a mech. Control it with my magical chance So battle advanced through centuries of hip-hop legacy Mega speed, hyper-warp the automators Cribbing light the torch, they can't fight the force Victory is ours once we strike the source Enterprise and wise men looked at the horizon Thinking more capitalism is the wisdom and in prison All citizens empowered with rhythm We keep the funk alive by talking with idiots Concerned with thievery, medieval prehistoric rhetoric, well we ahead of that. Lay it down with sound waves that pound pavement, original minstrels. My central processing unit is into with my heart for this art. Not artificial, cause that makes it hard to miss you. Copycats finish last in the human race. Staying glued to safes, too prude to take a Buddha break. We got espers that let us bless with fresh shit. Undetected by yes men, quested for five fleeting nanoseconds of fame. Protecting the brain from 
conspiracies against my cosmos while I float the Neo Tokyo with OPO or discuss combustible rust clusters with plus evade cyber police in a computer crib confuse the kids but I can make a kick and rise that's sacred telepathic mind that takes its greatness from the matrix Esperon professor rushes a cold depression with correction measures while half the world's a desert cannibals eat human brains for dessert buried in a deep dirt mobility inert I insert these codes for the cataclysm ever since I had the vision use my magnetism in this modern metropolis that tries to lock us up under preposterous laws that's not for us John Mallon and Val Gomez.